it's not about you. <laughs> and the more you make it about you, the less you're going to make it. So if you can just shift and make it all about the people you're trying to help, it takes the pressure off. You know, it makes it it makes it easier to get through the part where it's not so pretty. If you're like us, you've dreamt of building your own business empire and the freedom it can bring you. But today there's hidden traps on the path of entrepreneurship placed by Big Brother and the big brands. So now we're forced to answer hard questions like, how do we grow a real company without taking on debt or giving away ownership? Or how can we get leads and buyers for our own products when there's so much competition with deep pockets? Finally, those questions are answered and tens of thousands of people are taking the challenge to walk the new path of entrepreneurship. Follow this podcast while I ask about their shocking journey from failure to freedom. You can join them too at onefunnelaway.com. I'm your host, Steve J. Larson, and you're listening to One Funnel Away Stories. Boom, what's going on everyone? It's Steve Larson. Welcome back to the One Funnel Away Stories show. I'm asking uh, entrepreneurs their entrepreneurial journey and uh, and their experience with One Funnel Away Challenge. I have on a special guest with me today, Melissa Ricker. Very excited to have her on and um, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's it's super fun. I uh, love meeting all the entrepreneurs that are in the community. It's, uh, it's really, really fun. Now, um, I guess just to start out, can you just tell us about yourself? Oh, goodness. Yeah, so where to start? Um, so I guess, you know, what is so interesting about me is that I didn't want to be an entrepreneur at all. Like it was I actually used to make fun of entrepreneurs. That is okay. <laughs> I did. And this so is I'm, over. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just it, kidding. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> but um, I'm actually a nuclear engineer by degree. So like, just so you know, you're talking to like a nerd over here. Um, <laughs> so that was, that's kind of who I am. Like where I got started was uh, as an engineer. And um, my backstory is kind of, I didn't want to be an entrepreneur. Ne I never was on my radar. I was a big boss lady in the corporate world. Um, I had like a team of a bunch of people. Like I, I think I had 12 people working for me was making like, I mean, a killing. Um, and it was fine until I had my first kid, my first baby. And I mean, for all you parents out there, you know how that changes everything. And how many kids do you have? I have two now, two little boys. We got three little girls. Totally get it. We actually have soundproofing in the room I'm in right now. I think you I need to invest in that. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how well how much it's helped. So I'm like, you have a playroom during the day, you can play over there. Yeah. I, anyways, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it, they're just part of it, I guess now. But <laughs> sorry, you had your first kid. I totally interrupted you. No, 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 you're fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's how I ended up being an entrepreneur. As I was working 12 hour days and. It was fine. And then all of a sudden it wasn't fine anymore. You know, someone else was raising my, my baby and it just, it didn't work anymore. And so I walked away from that, that career that I had built. And, um, <laughs> I just kind of assumed, you know, I'm like, I'm a nuclear engineer. I'm smart. I, of course I can start a business. Of course I can make money. And, and that's really the mentality that I had. And so then, um, obviously it didn't happen that way. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I struggled for two years before finally, finally taking my business taking off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, totally understand that. What do you What do you do now? What's the business now? So now I actually help other online entrepreneurs, and I, I actually I help them develop their entire funnel strategy revolving around a core offer. So we start with the core offer and we build everything from there because that was a huge like mistake that I made from the beginning. And so now that's what I help other people do. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, that's what you do now. 
And then you went for about two years, a little bit of struggle there. Um, so yeah, actually, years, like what, yeah, what happened inside there? I'm assuming there was more than one business attempt try and, and stuff like that also. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I have a list. Um, it's 17 long. Woo! I have 17, 17 different ways that I tried to make money. And, you know, at first it started out like I wanted something that kind of had the clout of the engineer and that didn't work. And then I was like, I don't care. Just, just tell me how I can make some money. And so I've done everything from blogging and freelancing. And, um, why do you think the first one didn't work? Well, (laughs) because it's just a, it's a totally different skill set. I mean, you know, I, I had, I was like the genius at work. Like people just came to me and I was like, I could just give them answers, just rattle them off. And so that's what I was used to. I was used to like just being good at what I did. And then coming into like the online space, it was just so different. And I didn't have that skill set. And in my head, I don't know what I was thinking, but I just wasn't open to the fact of like starting over and like learning a new skill set. And so I just assumed I just would have it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So it didn't work. And it was like a huge... Um, slap in the face a little bit (laughs) when it didn't work, you know, especially walking away from such a successful career and having everyone be like, what the heck are you doing? Like, why are you giving up your career? Like you're making a huge mistake. And so for me not to have that initial success was, it was heartbreaking. I can imagine. I mean, especially, yeah, coming from that. I mean, when, when did you realize that this wouldn't be like, like the actual career you were just in, you know, like this was going to be a new skill set. Like, that that is a slap in the face a little bit. I mean, that feels a little blindsiding. I'm sure. It, I mean, it was it it was blindsiding. Like I I just had in my picture, in my head, I had this picture that I don't know why, but I had this picture of three months. I, I told my husband, I said, "Give me three months, I'll replace my paycheck." And um, <laughs> dude, uh, it didn't happen. And like I don't even know how to describe what what happened to me emotionally because I just wasn't used to being in that place. Like every time, ever since I was very little, you know, I was just everyone, Melissa's the brains, you know, Melissa can do whatever she wants. Melissa, this, she's going to be an astronaut, you know, all of this stuff. And then, so it was like my first big failure that I can remember. Wow. Yeah. And it's completely changed who I am as a person, (laughs) but 17 different ways that I tried and failed. And, um, yeah, so I have them written down. Like I have them here on my desk so that I never forget that piece of my journey. (laughs) Really? That's actually, I'm going to write that down. That's a great idea. Yeah. Well, now that I'm seeing success again, like I don't want to get back into that place where I just feel I'm entitled to it, you know? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, was, I can't remember if I was chatting to chatting with about that. It's like, that's, that's the, oh, it's Russell. That's the demise of the successful entrepreneurs. Like you start sitting back and saying like, oh, you know, I'm the bee's knees, right? I'm, I am the reason for the success. And you're like, you got to stay entrepreneurial, you know? You do. You have to remember that journey. So I, yeah, I never want to forget it now <laughs> as painful as it was. Cause it was painful. Yeah. Because that, that, that really is one of the focuses I hope that you that came from one funnel away is like, we're going to teach this model. That's these cash models that we know work, but then we got to go like individually grow to, we do. to pull off the model and drive the vehicle. We don't like a lot of times we don't qualify to drive it. Like the vehicle is the easy part, man. Like it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So like I was obsessed with funnels because it fed like that nerdy side of my brain and like the strategy behind it. But man, I couldn't get one to work. I couldn't. And I tried for, you know, two years to to do it. And finally, you know, it's like the missing piece came together (laughs) or something. What was that you think? Oh, there was so much, but 
I, for the longest time I resisted and for the same reasons, like I resisted being like telling my story. Um, I resisted like being honest. Like, it's not like I was being dishonest, but I was, I was not being honest either. Like I, I only said like, you know, I, I put on this front that I was, I was more successful than I was because I had this huge ego block. I don't know. Uh, my, the corporate Melissa. And so I just couldn't get over it. I couldn't get past it. And so I was showing up and like, when I was showing up, I was teaching things that like weren't working for me. Like, I don't, you know, I was teaching. It's like, what's the, um, do what I say, not what I, what I do or something like that. Like I was teaching something that I wasn't doing myself, like trying to pretend I had it all together and I didn't. And that was a big shift for me earlier this year was when I took the one final away challenge. Uh, I was actually told my husband in January of this year, I was ready to give up and go back to the corporate world because I'd never just wanted to, to like, just stay home with my kids and not like, I need something for me. I need my own paycheck. I need, I need success because that's who I am. Like, and so I was ready to, to give it up in January. I'd spent last year alone. I spent like over $25,000 trying to make something work and I was ready to give up. I, I don't know how I found the one from the way challenge, but I did. And I just told my husband, it's a hundred dollars. I mean, drop in the bucket compared to everything else I spent. And so I said, I'm going to put my blinders on and just do what Russell tells me to do <laughs> and you tell me to do. And so part of that was like telling your real story. And that was super scary to me because I didn't think I had a good story. I didn't have a rags to riches story. Like I didn't have, I didn't think my story was anything special. Like for, for if anything, like I felt like it would paint me as a failure. <laughs> and so I didn't want to, to tell it. And so I didn't. And that was a big shift for me because what, the second I started telling my story is the second I started attracting people to me. And I, I realized that well, I do have a story and it does resonate with people and they want to hear it. And they asking me to tell more of it. And it was just a really interesting eye-opening experience for me that like I did have something to bring to the table and I didn't have to hide behind this fake success that I wanted so bad. That, that uh, right there, I feel like paints 90% of the issue right there being able to say because it's the story that does the selling but a lot of times we think we don't have one could you help other people who might be listening or watching now like what is it that helped you realize my god i actually have something very unique here <laughs> I, I, mean, I didn't realize it until people started responding to it but i mean they it was like how could i even let them respond to it if i wasn't telling it so you were just taking a step and then you had the realization along the way well, it was like I had to, I, I made the commitment that I was going to do whatever Russell told me in this stinking challenge. <laughs> and whether I wanted to do it or not, I was just going to do it. Like nothing else was going to do what he told me to do. And so I, it was like a, I had to use, I guess, self-discipline to like power through that first action step because I, I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Like I would have found an excuse or it didn't feel good. Or I thought, you know, I would have just not done it, but I said I would do it. Like whatever he told me to do, I was going to do it for those 30 days. And so I did it and I did it again and again. And like on day three, all of a sudden it was like, people like this. And they're asking me like, Oh really? Like, tell me more. Like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm the same way. Like, I don't want to just be a stay at home mom either. Like I need something that's me. I want my own paycheck. Like, I, And it was like all of this time, like people the story you were telling, I was just telling, yeah, I was just telling like how, like my story about how I walked away from a successful career and how like much of a failure I was at the entrepreneurial space, but how much I wanted to make it work and why I wanted to make it work and what it meant to me. And, and you know how, like just everything I was just telling it all. And 
Um, so, I mean, you exploded then because, I mean, everyone doesn't know this, obviously, but you and I won the same affiliate award and went and with a bunch of other top affiliates hung out at this awesome lake. I know, it was awesome. So, but you're saying that was in Jane, like, that's not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. so I, uh, what happened between that time? Because obviously some serious stuff, growth went down. So, so it really did. Um, and it was all like, you know, between my two ears because I, I, I already had the skill set. Like, I mean, I'm, I know I like, I can do things. I've done things before, but it was just me getting in my own way. And so I decided, so I took the one follow away challenge. It was the one that's kicked off like February, sometime in February. And it went kind of through March. Um, I ended up taking it twice, but I started like from scratch in, um, whatever time he told, he told us to start publishing. I, I just, I wiped my slate clean. I said, I'm going to start all over brand new business model. Like I'm just going to pretty much start from scratch and just document my journey. And so I started a Facebook group and I said, here's my goals. Y'all come and watch me do this. Cause it's going to happen. And you called your shot in the group. I did. That's intense. Most I asked the, them to hold me accountable to it and they have. And so my Facebook group is so cool because my entire journey from like freaking goose egg zero to almost $200,000 since April of this year is documented in that Facebook group. Like my whole, like everything. Yes. That's it's such all a power. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. And people wanted to come on that journey with me. And then they realized like I can help them do the same thing. And it was like, it's just, I don't, I don't even know how to describe what happened like, I mean, just my business has just exploded and it's been like this amazing thing. And it was just crazy that it was like, it was me that was in my, my own way the whole time. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. So you, crazy. Uh, okay. So you go in January, you learn how to tell your story and is it publishing? Was it mostly through Facebook posts? Did you do a podcast? What, how is it? Um, what kind so of I went, um, I first did in the safety of my Facebook group um, at first. But like after that first week, I was like, I'm going all in. So I actually was very public about it. Um, I actually got on a few podcasts. I got featured in a couple of Facebook groups and just kept telling that story. And I just, it was very easy to see which pieces resonated with who. And like, I mean, my, my group and my, they were just um, the people who resonated with my story were just coming out in like the droves and my, my audience grew very quickly. And, you know, they just wanted to be a part of this thing that was happening for me. And it's just been magical. It's been magical. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So in effort to make sure, like, cause I totally get that. Like I've had conversations with myself, right. Where I'm like, don't read your own press, Steve. You know, you can't, can't drink your own Kool-Aid, you know, and, and make sure it's, I guess the same thing you're doing with the keeping your failures in front of you as well. You go in and you have 17 attempts, stuff isn't working. And now it's very much the opposite. Can you say, so storytelling is one of the pieces that obviously made you know, the, the bridge between those two things. What was something else? You know, I, I mean, I, I really think any of those 17, pick one, I don't care. I could have made it work if I had just committed to it and like committed to like mastering it. Like, I mean, that that's the, the key. Like as soon as I would start to fail or as soon as I failed, I would assume that that wasn't working for me and just pivot and go a different direction. Pick something else, you know, because I, I was just in my head, I was thinking like, it just was the wrong thing. Like, it's not my fault. It's the thing's fault. <laughs> and so I would pick a new thing and try that. And then when it didn't work, I pick a new thing. And so, you know, thing. I really got, <laughs> I know, like, it's crazy. And so I picked, as I was documenting my journey, like I decided, like I was obsessed with funnels 
last year. And I was like, I'm just going to to go all in. I'm going to, I'm going to make this funnel work. It's going to happen. And I'm just going to document how I do it and then support other people as they do it. And you know, what I found is that's where people get stuck is the support through the actual implementing. And that's what I can help people with. You know, I don't have to be a complete expert on day one, but I can certainly support people. I can certainly hold them accountable. I can certainly, you know, be there as their sounding board. And that's what's missing from a lot of, a lot of other people's, what they bring to the table. So if nothing else, like I don't have to be an expert, but I can just be there and I can support them. And that's exactly what I did as I was learning, as I was implementing. And then I was able to come back and show them, well, this is what worked for me. But also, this is what really sucked. And I was investing my own money to test these things so that I could teach it. And that's where I learned so much this year of like what works and what doesn't work and how I can help other people. So what is, uh, what does your husband think? <laughs> I'll tell you what, he, uh, he has plans to retire now. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're, you're barely a year in. I mean, this is exciting. It's very, very cool. Only uphill from here. That's yeah, awesome. I know. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's, Man, it's good. Thank you so much for being on here. Actually, I really appreciate it. Uh, um, and I know that people get a ton of value out of this. It's the power of the story and learning how to say it. Just in closing here, what, what advice would you give somebody who's like just starting out? Or let's say they're on number 16, you know, and uh, they're, they're that close and they're, yeah, I'm going to throw in the towel, corporate towel or corporate here I come again. What would you say to them? Oh, man, I'd just say like, get over yourself. <laughs> it's, it, it's not about you. Like if I could go back and, and tell myself that same advice, I'd be like, it, it just, Melissa, it's not about you. <laughs> and the more you make it about you, the less you're going to make it. So if you can just shift and make it all about the people you're trying to help, mm. it takes the pressure off. You know, it makes it, it makes it easier to get through the part where it's not so pretty. <laughs> It's very natural to sell. It's very natural for people to buy when it's not about the individual. You, I mean, yeah. Well, it makes you stand out too because when when you actually care about people, mm. it gets their attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They they can smell the authentic yeah, the authenticness. Yeah, and they could definitely smell the fact that it wasn't there for me for two years. <laughs> sure, we've all been there as well. Well, thank you so much, Melissa. This is uh, it's been awesome. I know a lot of people just get tons of value from this, so thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Boom. Hey, thanks for listening. Have you ever had a great product idea but felt lost on how to sell it online? I certainly have. How should I put it on the internet? Should I build a whole website? What tools do I need? Should I piece together this tool and that software? You've probably felt the same. If you're like me, practically every product idea you've ever come up with has somehow involved the internet. Today, now, finally, this is the good news. You no longer need to be a coder or marketing genius to make your dream a reality. It wasn't until I read the book Dotcom Secrets that I actually knew what tools I needed on the internet to bring my idea into a sellable reality. And honestly, the list of tools is much smaller than I thought. It's all in Russell Brunson's best-selling book, Dotcom Secrets, and you can actually get a free copy at dotcomsecrets.com. If you haven't read or listened to it yet, the Dotcom Secrets book has been one of the most influential books of my personal marketing career. Go get the Dotcom Secrets book from non-coder, high-paid marketer Russell Brunson by going to dotcomsecrets.com now. Come see the framework that thousands of internet entrepreneurs are using to sell online, which they all learned from this same amazing book. 
Go to dotcomsecrets.com now. Simply cover the shipping fee and ClickFunnels will send your copy for free.